All right. Good evening, everybody. This is uh, Aaron Schlag and uh, Andrew Schlag. We got you here tonight, too. Hello. Hey. Hope everybody's yeah. doing awesome. Yeah, well, it's the Schlag Brothers tonight, and we're excited to be hosting the uh, monthly uh, Gold Club Q&A for Ron Legrand. And uh, excited to be here with you all. And uh, answer any questions you got. We got some, I know we got about a half a dozen lead sheets we got to go over with some people here. So excited to do that. Um, we hold this call the second Monday of every month uh, for Gold Club members. And um, you can submit your deals prior to the call, and we'll review them right here. Uh, if you're not a Gold Club member, you can listen in, but unfortunately you cannot participate. Uh, however, if you are a Gold Club member, you can get more information and sign up uh, at the Gold Club at www.ronsgoldclub.com. Uh, if you're a Gold Club member and you'd like to ask a question or discuss a deal you submitted, press star six. That's star six to be entered into the queue. If you're a Gold Club member and you did not dial in on the interactive line that uh, that's listed on the Gold Club uh, website homepage, you'll after you log in, you'll want to hang up and dial back in using that phone number and access code uh, if you want to ask any questions. So uh, definitely, definitely jump on, hit star six if you're a Gold Club member and use that code. That's, and you're using the, uh, you know, the phone number and the code on the home page of the Gold Club website. If you want to ask us any questions tonight, go over any deals. Um, so we're excited to be here and, and get going. Um, Andrew, how's everything going for you today? I know we've got, we've got several people dialed in here. Uh, nobody's jumped into the queue just yet. I'm going to repeat that here in a minute because we've, we've had like a yeah. dozen people jump on in the last two minutes. So let's just go ahead and go over a couple things before we uh, answer any questions. Absolutely. So excited to have all of you on. Uh, I'll share a couple of fun things that are happening in the Slag Brothers world and business as we speak, uh, and uh, hopefully provide some insight, uh, some value, and uh, and growth plans for you all. I have been um, stricken by the fact that lead flow is key. Uh, it's interesting to me that prior to COVID. Yeah, that we were doing about 70% cash deals. We were doing about 70% bank-owned and, and cash-type transactions. And when COVID hit, we immediately shifted gears to begin to work almost, well, not almost, work solely with FISBOS. And uh, then our business shifted to be uh, heavier on the term side. We did a lot of cash deals. So I found that to be uh, interesting. It goes to prove that the, the main uh, thing is to be flexible to shift your strategy and your growth plan. Uh, so while our end result has not changed, our, uh, our strategy has shifted. So we've uh, recently been buying uh, a lot of deals. I, I would have to look at our numbers. I think we've contracted right at a half a dozen in the last month. And, um, and so we have been buying a lot of deals, uh, the majority terms, and uh, the minority of them being cash deals, way below value. And our cash deals commonly have been uh, 25 to 30 cents on the dollar uh, of value we've been paying. The terms deals uh, also, as this intrigues me, uh, have very commonly been 50 to 60% of value. So make sure you're always pressing for the terms deal. Uh, you, some of you may have heard me reference recently uh, a deal we bought that comps out for 120. It's on an acre and a half. It's in a 
a nice part of town, very small house, and it comps out for $120,000, which here in California, I know that's laughable. <laughs> but uh, in Indiana, uh, that's uh, quite normal. So uh, we, uh, it comps out for 120 and the seller wanted to sell. Of course, we asked the questions, does she have a debt? And she said, yes, she owes 30000 We asked if she'll sell for you. She said, yes. And so we bought it for $30,000 on a debt takeover. And uh, we, the problem or challenge that this gal was facing was she had a, uh, someone who was caught in the house who she apparently used to be in a relationship with who, who was a, a big problem to her. And she was um, excited to dump the house for what she owed to get rid of her problem for us to assume that problem. And so uh, we're, of course, uh, planning on going through the process to, uh, to take care and remove that problem, to, to go through the legal process and, and evict and all of that stuff. And, again, it's part of doing business. So, and never forget, in the real estate business, we are here solving problems. And so always ask the seller questions and find out if we have a solution to their problem. Sometimes that's a few bucks cash up front. Sometimes that's a cheap cash price. And sometimes that's simply debt relief. But always ask those questions. And even in this market, which I've noticed slowing down slightly, even in this market, it amazes me when we ask those questions, uh, how much the sellers respond with answers that actually work for us. So was excited to, to share that deal with you, uh, you all, and, uh, and wanted to, uh, to share that because a lot of times, uh, especially when there's that much equity, uh, people have automatically asked, you know, well, either A, something's wrong with the house, or B, <laughs> they wouldn't sell it for what they owe. And while I, I never want to insult a seller when we're taking away their problem, uh, we, we, they're commonly totally okay with giving up a lot of what would be potential equity because without us, they would lose it all anyway and have a foreclosure on their record. So with us, uh, she's got debt relief and exactly what she wanted. Now her credit uh, is going to be beautiful because we're paying the mortgage uh, that's on it for her. And, and not only that, she wanted to know that, uh, that this former relationship situation, that this guy was going to be treated with respect and, and properly, even though that, you know, it was a terrible situation and he'd taken advantage of her. And uh, we gave her that assurance with our, you know, with our standard operating procedure. Uh, it's always good to know your game plan, right? Uh, don't overthink your game plan, but know your game plan going into a deal. Uh, figure it, or, or at least figure it out very quickly. And so not only did we have our game plan executed and this gentleman uh, we closed on it, and it's been less than two weeks, and we are already well on our way to having him removed from the property uh, very efficiently and, and respectfully because um, we had our game plan. But not only that, at the closing table, her and I had to, we had a very, the, the seller had a very great conversation and uh, got an amazing testimonial just because she knew that she was in the best hands possible for the situation. So uh, it's always good to have your plan together. Uh, which if you've got a mentor, that makes all the difference. Um, when, you've got, when you've got a mentor, um, you know, we, do, we do four to six deals a month in our, in our hometown and our farm areas alone. Um, you know, and so when you've got a mentor, uh, you know, like us or our other great mentor uh, friends in, you know, in, in Ron's world, um, you're going to be able to have that game plan and be able to maximize your efficiency, therefore increasing your opportunity for income on those situations. Something else I'll add to that, uh, which goes back to the importance of, well, uh, doesn't mean overgiving on deals or overpaying for deals, increasing the uh, importance of taking care of the customers, both your buyers and your sellers, 
we've had people who uh, we bought a house from, and then they'll bring us more houses. And this was one of those cases. We had actually bought a house from this lady three years ago, and uh, it went well. And, in fact, I have a gentleman right now, and it may sound humorous, but he's a friend of mine in our local area, and he does lease options. And uh, he, uh, he just uh, sold a uh, lease option house with 20000 down, and it's the third time he's leased optioned a house to this same individual. They, it's the third time they put money down, opted to leave the house in less than a year, and move to a different one as houses. And so uh, treating your customers well, people understand business is business, and, uh, and making sure that uh, uh, you follow up and give them that respect like Karen was just talking about has been uh, huge. And uh, an integral part of our continued growth and success. So, yes, definitely. I, I'm going to tell you what, Andrew, I hate to interrupt, but I want to jump in here real quick, go over this one more yeah, time. We have, uh, we have a ton of people on here, and I want to make sure everybody that wants to ask a question or get any leads gone over answered uh, knows how to jump in here. Um, if you're a Gold Club member and you'd like to ask us a question or discuss a deal that you have already submitted, press star six to be entered into the queue. If you're a Gold Club member and you did not dial in on the interactive line, however, um, you need to go onto the Gold Club and uh, the home page there of the website, you should have the phone number and the access code to dial in. And so you'll need to hang up now and call in in that way um, and hit star six to be entered into the queue. So. Uh, I just wanted to run that by you. I'll tell you what, let's go ahead. We've got, we've got someone here wanting to uh, ask a question, Andrew, so let's go ahead and see if we can loop them in. Awesome. Let's do it. Hello? Hey, guys. This is uh, Jerry Owens. How you doing? Jerry, fantastic. We are doing amazing. How about yourself? Uh, doing great. Doing great. Um, I have a, a kind of a, a situation that it's a little sticky because it involves a family member. And so I'm okay. trying to trying to figure everything out. Basically, I have a stepmother who um, has a piece of property um, that has a, I believe, a $72,000 mortgage, first mortgage on it, and may or may not have an equity line of credit on it as well. And she's looking to okay. sell it to me subject to, in exchange for me helping her to get moved to Michigan and get her set up in Michigan. Um, and obviously, because it's family, I'm not, you know, uh, asking for her to, you know, pay the two months and all that because she's 73 and I'm just trying to help a family member. But I'm trying to make sure to do this in the right way. And one of the concerns I have is that if she does this subject too and I'm able to, you know, make the, uh, the payment uh, by putting a lease option in the house or a tenant buyer in the house or whatever, um, in six months, she's, there's some concern about this equity line of credit, which is currently deferred for the, until December, kicking in, and then me being liable for that. And I, I, my understanding was that that's not the case, that ultimately the debt stays with her. Um, but again, of course, you know, I've got, I, I was talking with the, um, I was trying to get a, what do you call it, um, title search done hey, on it. and was talking, Jerry, Jerry, are you there? Yes, I'm sorry. Hey, Can you hey, hear me? Hey, I'm so sorry. I the the call dropped and disconnected me from the whole the whole question and answer like a second ago, and so I had to uh -huh. come back through and get back in. So I am so sorry to ask you to repeat some of that. You was talking about where, where I got cut off on my end, and I apologize. 
it was talking about where they may or may not have a, a HELOC, a home equity line of credit on, and I dropped you. I, I lost I lost connection. Okay. So if you could no if you could start back there, I'm so sorry. Sure, no problem. So she may have a equity line of credit on the property, and in fact, I've reached out to B of A to try to you know see if we could understand without telling them what's going on, you know. <laughs> um, but um, my concern is that you know if I go ahead and she's already she's already you know agreed that she would sell it to me subject to, and my goal is to help her get to Michigan, help her get into a new place. Um, so I'm not holding her to the two months paying after we take over and all that kind of stuff because she can't do that. You know, she said. Are you still there? Hello. All right, there he is. Okay. All right, we we've got all three of us back here. Andrew Andrew must have dropped too, and he was trying to get back in, Jerry. So the home equity line of credit, he's here now. So we're all three here. Okay, good deal. So there's this home, uh, there's possibly, I, I'm, I'm checking on this, but I'm not sure if there's an actual equity line of credit on the property or, but my question is, if I take the property subject to, and because that equity line of credit may be deferred until December, and she goes ahead and we process everything, in December, will that then come back to me, and now I've suddenly got to pay that on top of the agreed amount for the first mortgage, or... You know what I'm saying? I, I follow you. And, yes, that is a, that is a complex situation. We actually just uh, helped a student with this situation. Andrew, I don't know if you want to speak on this or if you want me to. Go ahead. Okay, so um, we had a situation, where we, and it wasn't a family member. Not, I mean, I, I know that makes it more sticky as far as the relationship situation and how to handle it with the whole, you know, we're family thing. But beyond that, right. as far as just looking at it, uh, you know, from a perspective, we've done a lot of situations like this. And I can't, you know, I can't speak with authority. Every state slightly different. But I can tell you the experiences we have handled as of recently, as recently as last Friday with a situation with a student, um, okay. and they had an almost identical situation. And yes, so that if that's on there, and you do need to make sure that that's you know that you need to make sure that you know it is or it isn't, so you can plan for it and structure your deal to make sure it still makes sense. Um, right. That that will stay with the property. Um, there is there's different things that can be done on that, uh, and that's, okay. that's a conversation that whoever the loan's name is in is going to have to have with, uh, with the bank. Um, What's the value so, of the property, Gary? So the, the value of the property is actually somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, 210, 220, um, and uh, there's a 72,000 first on it, and the equity line of credit is 69,000. So there's still, so you know, mm. yeah, go ahead. So the fact there's so much equity, uh, I would, the, the, as Aaron was saying, uh, that you would definitely have to make sure this family member asks the bank of what the what the status of this LOC is, this line of credit is. Okay. Um, yeah. If this line of credit, the objective and what we've done in the past is we we continue to make payments on the first mortgage and the line of credit. And okay. in the rare instance that something's ever come back, as long as it meets the cash value, uh, we mm -hmm. we have private money lined up and we would just wipe out the line of credit if we ever had to um, right as okay. long as everyone understands that you're going to make payments and you're not paying it off meaning the seller and you then uh make yes. payments both and we've never had an instance where the bank uh foreclosed it and and let me okay. ask you this too real quick uh is is the <laughs> is the first mortgage that you know for sure is there is is it uh is it in forbearance or is it current or what's the situation if you said that i apologize well, so that, yeah so that's the weird part this 
you know, they it looks like the first mortgage, which was seventy two thousand, was sold to a company called SLS, which I'm finding yeah, out I'm is with them. a mortgage, you know, like debt collector. They're a th- they're a third party mortgage consumer basically that buys loans. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so you specialized, know, specialized loan servicing. We've worked with them a lot. Okay, so we've negotiated with them to bring the amount down to four seventy five eighty from what it was at, which was a thousand seventy five. Very nice. Because that's yeah. where I was headed so, with you, Jerry. I was, I was going to tell you, yeah. there's going to be a way to do possibly a modification or a partial claim where they'll lower the monthly payment or maybe the the monthly the interest the APR the annual you know, mm-hmm. the interest. Uh, okay. And, but you already you've already know that. So brilliant. Good, good. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, so that, I think that answers my question. You know, it, it, so it sounds like I'm on the right track, and I just want to get confirmation. <laughs> you are, my friend. Jerry, it is a pleasure to talk to you. Any other questions you have real quick for us tonight before we jump off of here to the next call? No, sir. Thank you very much. You've been very helpful. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much. You have a great Thanks, night. And you too. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. All right, Andrew. Um, great, great call with Jerry there, and uh, it's good to know he's on the right track. Um, but that's that's a beautiful thing about what we do, and Andrew was just speaking about that uh, with with creative terms and financing. I don't know this family member situation, but at the end of the day, you know, they, they're 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 potentially at the end of the road. And I can't I'm speaking presumptuous about this specific situation, but as a whole and all the people I deal with, they're at the end of the road, and and there's a solution there, and we have the power to help those people. Uh, because of the knowledge we have. And so it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, and create a win-win situation at the end of the day, which is what it's about. Um, and at the end of the day... Do what? I'm sorry? We have time. I'd like to add something to that. Yes, please do. Go ahead. So the thing that I've heard a lot of people mention, and something that bothered me, I was always one who wanted to make sure that I was treating everybody very well. And so I would overgive on deals in the beginning. And I've had people who come to me who are very conscientious, you know, want to do very good to people and, and be concerned uh, about, you know, am I ever going to do something that takes advantage of someone? And I also had that concern because I want to make sure I treat everybody like I want to be treated. And I quickly found that when you find sellers who need to sell and don't just want to sell, you are the answer to their prayer. You making thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 on a deal while that's nice for you, for us as the investors to make that kind of money, you done usually equally or even a greater favor to the seller by doing the deal. Sometimes it's because they're getting more by selling to you over time. Sometimes it's because you're their only shot at getting not getting a foreclosure on their credit. Uh, so whatever it may be, yes, we're able to help people and help them tremendously and add tremendous value to their life. And the other thing, I had a student recently uh, bring me a deal that they said they was the seller didn't ask for anything above the debt, but they just, because there was so much profit there, they was going to promise the seller uh, $30,000 additional dollars because they, they wanted to give the seller money and, and value. And I told them, I said, if you want to donate money to someone ever, family member, seller, whoever, that's going to do a deal with you, never tell them up front that you're going to. Always save that promise till the back end when you sell it and actually have that money in hand for two reasons. Number one, they may just be happy to just get rid of their problem. And number two, when they are happy to get rid of their problem, if you tell them, hey, I'm just going to be nice and give you 30 grand, and then something doesn't work out like it quite like planned, you thought you was going to make 
60 grand and you only made 50. Now, if you don't, uh, aren't in a position to pay them quite what you had promised them, then you're going to have a place where they feel like you lied to them and they're mad at you. When they would have praised you for giving them nothing, now they're going to be mad at you because you gave them 20 grand because they thought you were going to give them 30. So always make sure that Ron, you hear him constantly say, don't make promises you can't keep. And I just like to not make promises uh, that are not asked for ever. And then whenever we do things that are above and beyond, uh, you know, always keep your word, number one. And then when you do things above and beyond, then everybody's uh, shocks and love you. And, and you create uh, people who are going to tell everybody about you uh, because you surprised them. Yes, no, that's good. Um, yeah, our, our model that we live by is uh, we try to uh, under-promise and over-deliver in every day in every aspect of our life and business. Um, so that, that's, uh, that's, that's the sum and size I take away from that, Andrew. Um, you know, don't make promises that you don't know for sure you can keep because then you end up with a, uh, a pissed-off client after you've done them a huge favor, potentially, if something goes bad on the deal. Uh, whereas the other way around, they're they're very happy that you helped them with their situation, so um, so that's good. That's very good. Um, I tell you what, I'm gonna, I'm going to repeat this uh, another quick time here. Uh, I know we've got some um, I know we've got some lead sheets for. I'm going to just go ahead and name these. We got lead sheets for several from Michael Brooks. So Michael Brooks, if you're on here, jump into the QA set so we can discuss these. Um, and I think we have. Um, we have one more. I can't seem to find that lead sheet. You, you probably know who you are. But Michael Brooks, I've got your name here on several lead sheets. So if you're on here, jump in the queue. And that leads me right to what I was going to say. If you need to know how to jump into the queue, uh, if you're a Go Club member and you'd like to ask a question or discuss a deal you submitted, press star six uh, to be entered into the queue. If you're a Go Club member and you did not dial in on the interactive line that is listed on your Go Club membership, membership website homepage, uh, after you've logged in, you should hang up now and dial back in using that number and the access code on there that's provided for you, and then hit star six to be entered into the queue. Um, it looks like Michael just jumped in here, so I'm going to go ahead and push him here uh, into the top to get get him uh, on these deals, Andrew, and uh, we'll go from there. Hi, I'm on now. Michael, this how you Michael doing, my Brooks. friend? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Fantastic. Excited to talk to you tonight. We are doing amazing. Great. All right. Which uh, which deal you want to start with first? I know Andrew don't have these in front of him. Andrew, I'll either send you a picture here while we're discussing whichever one he wants to go over first, or else I can he can just we can hit the the high points and we can go from there. Um, probably I I like to go to the one over on uh, West Liberty Road in Parkton. All right. Give me with. one second here. I'll find it. It's on Jones View Drive. There we go. All right, I got it. I got it right here in front of me. You want to just hit the highlights for hit the highlights for me and Andrew on this one? Well, I, I I haven't done anything with it. I just started up in the business. Okay. Okay. So it's just a raw. It's a, it's a, when I say it's a raw lead, it's a lead you haven't actually called yet. Correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. All this right. Is, this is through the VA service that I just signed up for. Okay. Perfect. Understood. Okay, uh, Andrew, you're you're probably gonna be the best to give him an answer on this. I will give you a recap. That lead should be in your in your text messages. I don't know if it came through yet or not. I got it. So you got it. Okay, right on. Yeah. yeah so the whole objective um, with the leads, Michael, is of course calling all the yeses first 
and then all the no's after all the yeses are called. Um, people have asked me before, you know, does that look like a good lead? And the answer is I have no clue. And here's why. Because sometimes the VAs go through and ask the questions, and then you know, the seller misunderstood or changed their mind, and sometimes the yeses turn to no's, and then we call the no's, and sometimes we use the no script, and they turn to yeses. So ultimately, the objective is we got a pre-screened. I look for things like in the notes if it says, you know, inherited property, behind on payments, needs to sell fast. Those little nuggets, and okay, you know, put that on the tippy top of the stack, right? In this case, yes. it says the person was nice and accommodating, answered the questions, uh, said it's a spacious condo, um, it's three forty-one a month, and mm-hmm. she said yes, she would uh, consider terms. So in that case, it's it's just an average yes lead in my mind that I would immediately, um, if I were you, get on the phone with. And uh, how about we do a, it'll be take about about two minutes. We'll do a little role-playing session. Is that cool, Michael? Yes, sure. Awesome. So you're going to be the seller. So, um, and I'll be, um, I'll be the buyer. So you, I, I'm just going to keep calling you Michael to, to keep down on confusion. So pretend like you're the owner of Jones U Drive. So ring, ring. Hello, Michael. Hello. Yes. Yeah, hey, uh, yeah, this is Andrew. I was calling you back. I think to my assistant uh, a couple days ago about your house for sale on Jones View Drive. You have a minute to talk? Okay. Yes, I do. Awesome. So I have all the facts down here and uh my information's correct. You're asking one eighty nine nine for the property, right? Yes I am. Okay. And then I have down here uh that you indicated if we could agree on price and terms you would uh, entertain doing owner financing. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Awesome. So uh, my main question to uh, you would be, if we agree on everything else, what's the least you can take on price? Knowing I'm not a realtor, so there's no 6% commissions or fees, and I pay all closing costs, both my side and yours, what's the least you could take on a purchase price? Oh, probably 175 70. Is that the best you could do? Uh, yeah, I think so. 70. Uh, assuming we got everything else, uh, we're within the same range. Um, what is the least uh, you can take as a monthly payment until we cash you out, knowing we're going to be responsible for the maintenance repairs and taxes and insurance? Um, probably 2000 a month. Oh my goodness! Uh, Two thousand on a one seventy-ish purchase price, Michael. Uh, that condo doesn't support that. Uh, see, the condo fees are also three forty-one. Um, I was thinking closer to the five hundred dollars a month range. Okay. Um, I don't know. I have to think about that. Okay. Fair enough. So if we could get in that 500 a month range, no one responsible for everything. Uh, the last thing I would need from you is to set up a time to come uh, see the property. Usually we buy these with nothing down since we're paying right at retail, okay? Um, I, I guess if I could get the, the right monthly number, that would be fine. Okay. Awesome. So the last thing for me to do, uh, Michael, is to set up a time to come out and see the property. And if you like us and we like the property, uh, will you be ready to move forward? Uh, Yes. Okay. Awesome. 
so I uh, I can do something tomorrow at noon or at 6 p.m. Is that uh, either of those good for you? Uh, 6 p.m. is better because I work during the day. 6 p.m. tomorrow is good. Awesome. And then uh, are you the only owner, Michael? Um, yes. Awesome. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll see you tomorrow at 6 p.m. at the Jones View Drive property. If you think of any questions between now and then, you can jot them down. And uh, one last thing, I'll be there in person. Uh, my partner, who's been doing this longer than I have, a.k.a. my mentor, my partner who's been doing this longer than I have will be available on the phone. So uh, any questions uh, you have, we'll be happy to answer when we get there. Thanks so much, and uh, thanks for working out great for you and good for us, too. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, thank you. See you tomorrow. Awesome. Beautiful. <clears throat> Beautiful. That, uh, that, that's perfect. I love it. And um, did, was there anything else, anything you wanted to run, run by Andrew on that, Michael, before I jump to that other lead you wanted to talk about uh, in regards to how that call went? Andrew, is there anything you want to add to it before I jump into the next lead? Uh, no, not if no, uh, I mean, that's, that's, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, no, Michael. Mike, no, go ahead. My, my kind of concern is, you know, we, we went through the uh, – the, the, how do I – know what number to finish up on a monthly payment. Say he wants to go to a thousand and I just, you know, and you said five hundred. So I just gotta determine if I can get that kind of money or uh how do I determine what number Yeah. So you're always gonna let uh the seller of course name the number first. In this case you mm-hmm. name the number that was frankly outrageous for the property, which is why I fired back something way lower. Um right. so <clears throat> As long as we're in the same range, if you said seven hundred, eight hundred, a thousand bucks, I always do this. I look it up uh, when it's you know getting to, to real numbers. I always say we're in the same range. We'll know that down when we get there. Uh, if if I'm not sure what that should be, always before I go to the house, I'm I'm told we're in the same range. I'm gonna look it up on the rental uh, rentometer.com. I'm gonna look it up on Zillow and see what I think I could rent it for and uh, see if there's anything else for rent that's similar. And, uh, you know, naturally, where you're responsible for the make repair taxes insurance, you always want your payment to be substantially lower than what rent will bring. Sure. Okay. Yep. Right. Yep, that makes it beautiful. Sense. I mean, I just didn't know, awesome. you know, at, at what point do you, you know, how, how, how much do you negotiate down or up on those monthly payments? Yeah, I, I hit – the reason I hit so low was because uh, uh, I, I – um, because you said so high, again, the whole objective is there's three paydays on every property, front end, middle end, and back end. The mm-hmm. uh, higher price I pay, the less I want the monthly, and you know, the more I'm going to fight for nothing down. It's that there's, you, know, you drop $50,000 on the purchase price, but you was demanding I put ten grand down, well, I might be flexible on that. If you drop fifty grand on the purchase price, but you wanted a monthly payment that was borderline, but you was okay with nothing down. So I was looking for three profit centers. And, uh, and ask the seller and then make sure that, you know, one of them is super amazing and worth doing the whole deal for, or two of them are really good, which is quite common. You know, the dream is on all three of them. Okay. Now, the lead that I sent you, would you consider that a good lead? It's a uh, normal yes lead. So hop on the phone. It's likely to go just like your and my uh, uh, example call just went. Uh, also, there's a 50-50 shot that they come back and say, oh, no, I just, I, I just said that because I, 
you know, I'd do that if somebody had a hundred thousand down or something. You know, they say that. Okay. Okay. Next. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you. Yep. What's our next week? Um, let's uh, let's look at the one on uh, two one seven one eight West Liberty Road. Aaron, you got that one up? I sure do. I just texted it to you. You should have it in your in your text messages. Awesome. Got it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. What's your questions on this one, Michael? The the two things you know, it didn't seem like a really good yes lead. But the, when I looked in the notes, the two things that really stuck out to me was, number one, mother owns the home and it passed away and um, it's being currently rented and he's, uh, he lives far away. And it just seemed like a couple little things that, that would, you know, would persuade him to this, sell this at a much better price. Be a, yeah, so this would be at the tippy top of my stack uh, for the reasons you just said. Asking 450 will have the price range. Um, said he has another offer, but he's willing to do monthly payments. Uh, lives out of state, got an unwanted property, um, relative that passed away and left the property. All of those things scream potential deal. Now, it goes back to just like anything. You, know, you call five of these, you call ten of these, you might only get one deal. You might have 80 or 90% that are duds. Again, these are the highest quality prospects possible when they're uh, unwanted property, another state, and a relative passed away. It means they have no money in it. means they need out of it. means they don't want the headache. And so mm-hmm. uh, all those things, would, uh, this would be the tippy top of my stack. If I was you, I would, as soon as this calls over, I would hang up and I would dial this person. Okay. Awesome. Right. Good stuff, Michael. Thank you. Our pleasure. Very All good. Right. Uh, Very good stuff. Have questions before we uh, uh, give our ending uh, pieces of advice and call it an evening. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't look like we have, they do, Andrew. I just I love, uh, and I and I want to say this in regards to the you just ran through this role play with Michael, great guy. Uh, and and uh, you never know what a deal is until you get on the phone and and you know make that call and a lot, obviously a lot of these he's sending look very promising and you know uh, three out of the five he's sending in may be a bust even though they're that way but those two may be the ones that uh, that make money like he's never seen before right I mean and I don't know Michael's situation I'm just saying uh, you're only one deal away from a life changing experience and that 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 all uh, boils down to not only getting on the phone. But knowing what to say, as you just proved on that role play, knowing what to say when you get on the phone. And so I just wanted to interject that. So important. And I'll add, call the yeses as fast as possible. Call the noes too. Because I found that sometimes, now again, you know, you're playing with bigger numbers with noes. So you you call 10 noes, you're less likely to get a deal than calling 10 yeses. Of course, much less. But the uh, call 10 noes, it's uh, also common that, Somebody out of that will say, you know, oh, I just, I just thought some, you know, broke loser was wanting to buy my property, you know, and they're like, I can't just have anybody living in my property. And when you give them your, your 10 second or 20 second, uh, my name is Andrew. My brother and I work together. We've been buying house, selling houses in the area for the last eight years, and uh, we buy them in two ways, right through the no script. And then they're like, oh my goodness, okay, yes, this works. This makes total sense. So always use the script. Uh, always uh, don't oversell, don't overtell, 
answer their questions and either close the deal or follow up or throw it uh, in the in the dud pile. So fun stuff. I love it. Thank you. I all love it. On. Yes, uh, it was a pleasure to jump on here and uh, share some exciting stuff we got going on in, in our businesses with you guys. Um, awesome stuff talking to these uh, great folks as well. Uh, Andrew, do you have anything else you want to add before we end this call this evening? Keep up the great work. Lead flow leads to deal flow. So get lots of leads and focus on uh, following up quickly with those leads and then uh, focus on getting you some more, so either your first check or some more checks real soon. Yes, 100%. All right. Um, it was awesome to talk to you all. You all have a great night. Much love to you guys. Uh, continue with your upward climb, your success. Stay motivated. And uh, until next time, you all have a great Monday evening. Bye-bye for now.